folks. Good morning, good morning. I think we're uh, up and running here, live on a marvellous Monday. One of my favourite days, Monday. Time to get into it, time to get up, time to make it happen, time to hustle, whatever whatever that means to you. So good morning. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat. Hopefully you all had a great weekend. Uh, while the old Facebook Live is warming up, uh, I'll uh, do the quick intros. So good morning to those who are coming back, like James. Good morning, mate. Korean. Kareen. Good morning to you, Alison. There's some regulars rolling rolling in this morning, which is great. Nicole, awesome to see you. Such a... Fantastic to have the, the regulars back, as always. And um, there's a few people in the Facebook group, I think, uh, popping in, which is awesome. Jimmy, good to see you, mate. Fabulous to have you guys back, as always. Anyone who's new, welcome. My name's Jason Witten. Been property investing 20 years across Australia and New Zealand, coaching property investors also uh, across Australia and New Zealand since 2003. And, um, yeah, each day we get together, wealth coffee chat, and have a little bit of a bit of a yarn. Oh, Nicole, great to have you back, no matter how long it's been. Fantastic for rejoining. And, uh, Adrian, yes, a bit cold this morning. Oh, I live in Queensland, so I really can't complain in comparison to the southern states, but uh, certainly my acclimatisation is not as hardcore as Others, but uh, you got a bit of a puffy jacket on this morning, so uh, yeah, yeah, a little bit cold winter time. Actually, my top, my favourite time of the year here in Queensland, winter. I'm not a summer guy. I prefer the mountains and the snow. Don't know why I live in Queensland, but anyway, I live here, and uh, we've made a home and a house here. Anyway, gang, hey, this morning, a little bit of topical conversation going on out there in the marketplace. Land tax, land tax. Victoria's blowing up land tax. They're going to tax us. Well, you know, that's governments for you, folks. You know, uh, you shouldn't be surprised that uh, that uh, they change their tunes every five minutes in this game, in this gig. But uh, today I wanted to talk to you about the idea, you know, if you're worried about land tax, and we've ha- uh, we have a strategy around land tax, it is an issue for you as a property investor if you build your property portfolio in the wrong way. Now, uh, I would let's not call it wrong in an efficient way. Okay, so there's better, more efficient ways to build your property portfolio as a property investor when it comes to land tax, gang, land tax. And um, Adrian's uh, on it here. He said, right, the land tax threshold in New South Wales is seven fifty-five, and we'll talk about that. Um, yeah, Alison, you know, it was properties valued over a fair bit in Victoria, but. Um, uh, morning to you, Margaret. Morning. Um, hey, listen, it's it's an issue everywhere, not just because the Victorians have put the, put the land tax up a bit. Um, it's absolutely a 100% issue for you as a property investor, irrelevant of where you invest. You need to understand um, that land tax can can take a significant a significant amount of your cash flow out of your portfolio if you build your property portfolio inefficiently, inefficiently. And uh, I thought we'd sort of chat through that one this morning because one of the 
the things we need to understand, as a few people have pointed out, Adrian pointed out, is there's a threshold. There's a threshold for. Um, uh, there's a threshold for. I'm going to move my camera out of the way here for a second. There's a threshold for land tax. Uh, however, team gang, we know that there's a multitude of taxes that we are um, that we are exposed to as property investors. One, uh, I'll make that a little bit thicker. Uh, one of them is stamp duty, and you, you know, call it a duty, call it a tax, call it whatever you want. Um, we need to understand how to manage these as property investors. We need to manage our expenses on the way through because every little dollar that goes somewhere else to the government, away in expenses, away in taxes, um, insurance companies, et cetera, et cetera, is not a dollar in your pocket. And uh, this is about the efficiency of dollar by dollar, not big wins and big windfalls when it comes to property investing gang. So the, the first one, you need to manage and understand well is stamp duty, okay, stamp duty. Now, um, I'm not going to dive deep into stamp duty today, but every single state has a different uh, stamp duty percentage and calculation. Some states are more expensive than others. But tell me in the chat, one of you guys might be able to tell me in the chat there, what's a way to get a house, let's say, for $600,000 and pay 50% stamp duty. Now, Victoria's got a bit of a stamp duty concession in off-the-plan property right now, but I'm not talking about off-the-plan property. I'm talking about anywhere in Australia. Uh, this is one way you can buy property and have a reduction in your stamp duty, sometimes up to 50%, depending on the value of the property in and around Australia. Anyone got the answer? Uh, I'll uh, have a little sip of my coffee and see if anyone knows how do we minimise or reduce stamp duty when we're buying property? Anyone know? Um, I'm sure it'll come through. Um, the team, gang, you can buy the land and you can build something, right, and you only pay stamp duty on the land. So you only pay stamp duty on the land. You don't pay stamp duty on the building. Yep, house and land, Wayne nailed it. He, I knew there'd be someone out there who got this. So, for example, um, right now I'm, I'm about to build a, um, build a nice house up in Brisbane. I've got myself some land up there. My stamp duty on the land uh, is only $16,000 compared to if I was to buy that property at full price, it'd be almost $30,000 of stamp duty, gang. 30 grand, 30 grand, ludicrous. <laughs> but anyway, stamp duty, it's there, it happens, it's something. Now, each of these, it's a state-based tax gang, state-based, okay? All right, and also, gang, if you're an owner-occupier compared to an investor, the rates are a little bit different as well. So just remember that one when we're thinking about stamp duty, if you've got uh, money you need to be efficient with, you, you're trying to, you know, eke out every dollar because you've got a budget, sometimes, sometimes that can help significantly. I like new properties. I like to buy uh, buy land and build. I like to buy off the plan. Uh, that's what I like to do. I don't like to renovate. I'm not a renovator. Um, some people do. Uh, some people like it. Uh, but for me, I can be really efficient in buying some land and building something or buying off the plan. 
Number two, the one we're going to talk about today, the one we're going to talk about today is the good old land tax. Land tax. Woohoo. Now, don't get don't get too caught up in in the, you know, the announcement down there in Victoria. It's a bit of grandstanding, to be honest. Uh, for most of you, if you follow the plans that we set out for you or help you with, uh, you won't it won't be an issue. Land tax won't be an issue if you manage this properly, okay? So um, let's talk about what that might be. So here's uh, here's something that I prepared earlier, um, and I'll just move my little camera around so I'm not in the way of what we're talking about today. So you guys can see here, this is shout-out to Price Waterhouse Coopers. Um, they've, uh, they've lent us a little document here. Um, there we go. Hopefully everyone can see that. If that's uh, it's not really going into the the full size, is it? But we'll we'll uh, we'll see how we go. Um, so, gang, every single one of these, um, every single one of the states has a different um, threshold. Okay, different threshold. So you can have a look at this, gang. Okay, depending on depending on whether it's a trust, whether it's owned in your own name, whether you know. Um, it's commercial, whether it's, you know, um, your own home. Now, your own home is land tax-free, gang. Um, you don't have to pay land tax on your own home. Uh, the Northern Territory, um, you know, has, uh, has you know, something a bit lower compared to, you know, um, other places in Australia. So when you're thinking about this, uh, and you guys can track this document down if you want to, but think about this, all right, um, Land tax threshold. Let's just use uh, Victoria uh, right now because um, you know there's uh, they're going to add an additional surcharge down there, but um, there's actually additional surcharge for um, foreign investors as well um, in Victoria. But anyway, that's um, that's by the by. Uh, team, if you were to purchase, you know, multiple properties. Let's say you're. Let's say we're building a property portfolio and we wanted to buy five investment properties or five properties in general in Victoria, then you're going to start to hit uh, and break the land tax threshold, okay? So, uh, and it's the value of your land, gang. So just remember this, you know, when you when you receive the rates notice from the council, it's not the value of your property, it's the value of the land, okay? So just remember that. Like, like you know, don't get too carried away. You've got to think about how they calculate this stuff, all right? Um and uh, understand what's going on. But, you know, if you bought five properties in Victoria, yeah, you're going to be over the land tax threshold, okay? Now, it depends on how you buy them as well because each of these, so, um, is entity-based, okay? Now, um, that means sometimes, depending on where you are, oh, that, that doesn't even, you can't even see that, um, uh, over here. Having some pen mix malfunctions this morning. Uh, entity based. That's <laughs> not even. You can't even see it. Yeah, that's funny. All right. Okay, I wrote it down here. Entity. Okay, which is uh, your own name, uh, a company, a trust, and a super fund. Okay. Um, just think of this. You buy a property in your super. You buy a property in your name. You buy a property in a company and trust. They are all separate buyers and. And then all attract separate land tax thresholds, so they can start from zero or one again. 
Okay, everyone following along? Okay. So if you were to buy down in, in Victoria and you wanted to buy multiple properties in Victoria, then you may have a strategy if that's what you wanted to do. Um, then you might buy one in your name, maybe one in your self-managed super, uh, maybe one in a company or trust if that was appropriate. And you could minimise the land tax. Now, companies and trust in Victoria have a much lower, I think it's um, a zero. That's why we don't use the land uh, companies and trust much at all around Australia. You know, low land tax thresholds and harder to borrow, but we won't talk about that today. Okay, so but think of this. If you were to buy one property in Queensland, one in New South Wales, one in Victoria, uh, one in uh, WA, and... Uh, Anyway, I'm going to buy two in Queensland because I want to buy five all up. Your land tax would be zero. All right, so building your property portfolio, gang, that's how you can manage your um, your land tax, okay? Don't get too worried about, you know, the Victorian government's going to charge us all truckloads of land tax. Well, they're going to have a go at le- charging land tax to those people who own um properties with a land value of more than 1.8 million and do a little bit of an extra booster on people with 2 million and stuff like that. Now, get to the, get to the bottom of the details. Let's find out what it looks like. It's a proposed increase, um, you know, but uh, at the end of the day, it's not going to uh, win them any uh, favoritism awards, I can tell you that one, okay? But the point of my conversation today, gang, is how you build your property portfolio you can manage your land tax expenses, keep them a very low or down to zero. Now, if you bought five properties in any one of these states, you would be above a land tax threshold, and into the future, you would it, it would be a significant expense five, ten, fifteen thousand dollars out of your cash flow, uh, and you don't want that. You don't want that as an investor as we as we go along. All right, so uh, this thing's uh, a little bit dicky today. Um, can you guys see that one? Oh, here we go. Um, so the percentages, you can track it all down, you know, 1%. Uh, if you look at, um, you know, uh, New South Wales, it's got a threshold of um, 775, you know, um, and the percentage, 1.6%. Um, compared to, let's say, Queensland, you know, uh, is, you know, 2.75%, okay? And additional taxes paid by absentee landholders, you know, corp- foreign corporations, trustees, foreign trust, et cetera, et cetera. And you have a bit of a look at this stuff as you go um, around, right? Western Australia, 2.6%, okay? Okay, have a look at have a look at that. Um, you know, South Australia, 2.4%, you know, uh, Victoria, 2.2%, um, you know, with, um, with some new changes, to have a bit of a look, right? Um, Tasmania, 1.5. Um, and uh, uh, as you go, and ACT, 1.12, right? That is it, Alison. You've nailed it, all right? Okay, so the point of the chat this morning, gang, is don't get caught up in, in the media hype. You know, sometimes it gets a bit sort of, how's it going, all that media stuff. Um, the point is that we can manage... We can manage uh, our. Um, uh, we can manage our own. We can manage our own land tax by being smart in how we purchase our properties uh, around Australia. Okay, 
So don't get caught up in that one. Anyway, thought that would be a good topic or chat for this morning. Uh, and um, what I might do is over the next week or two, just touch base on uh, the other taxes, uh, inefficiencies, challenges that we have as property investors, and we can uh, go through them systematically and make sure when you're setting a strategy, um, not all strategies are created equal, you know. Um, that's always, it's an interesting one to me when you're thinking about that, you know. Everyone thinks it's about the properties, and yeah, you've got to get a good property, but the strategy overall is really important um, because the problems often show up later down the track um, as you go. Jesse's selling his house. <laughs> good one, Jesse. Uh, well, good luck with that, mate. Uh, we don't sell here. We, we buy and keep forever. That's our gig. Um, so, mate, um, good luck. Anyway, gang, that's it. I'm done. Hopefully you're well. Uh, have a great rest of your Monday and join me tomorrow for another Wealth Coffee Chat uh, and we'll do a few things, have a yarn, pontificate and uh, share some wisdom. All right, take care. Go forth. Take care. Bye-bye.